What's up, world? Welcome to another Anchor Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Fonsworth, and I'm joined by my man, a hundred grand. Owens, what's going on, man? What up, what up, what up? We had us some football this past weekend. It's here. It is here, officially. Officially. We had an appetizer this past weekend, just enough to wet our whistle. Mm-hmm. I would take anything at that point, and I <laughs> delved in. I took mm-hmm. it all in. Everything that my eyes could possibly take in, I took in. Every game that was on, I tried to uh, keep my eye on all of it, all at the same time. Me too. You know how we do, man. You know how we do. Yes, sir. There was some good football and there was some bad football. You ain't lying. (laughs) But football to us at this point is football. I don't care if it's bad football. Mm -hmm. We were just so excited, man. I was reminded of the 2020 season when we didn't think we would get any college football. And then Central Arkansas, I think that was Central Arkansas, played that game. Mm-hmm. And that was bad football. Man, that was bad football. <laughs> but we <laughs> we were happy to have some football. You kind of got that feeling yesterday. Because mm-hmm. um, there was some there was some, some 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 spurts in there where you were like, whoo, yeah, this is the first game. But yeah. <laughs> again, any football is good football. Um Again, a, a sample size, not a huge platter. We get that this coming week, but we have something to talk about. Right. We have something to talk about. We've got players. We've got all these things that we can look at. Let's we uh, recap week zero, Owens. A lot of matchups to look at uh, for week zero. I think this was probably the thickest slate as far as um, – games being played for week zero. I think usually there's like four games, maybe something something like that. Right, right. But this game, we had a full slate, man. You had some overlap, which was excellent. Which oh, yeah. Was, yeah, man, it was, it, it was good. And so um, let's just delve into some of those games. You know we got to start with Nebraska and Northwestern. Mm-hmm. That game right there, Nebraska, dude, they came out swinging. Yes, they did. They came out swinging hard. Um, they actually ran the ball more than I thought they would and better than I thought they would. You know, Trey Palmer, mm-hmm. he was targeted early and often, as was anticipated. You know, that should be a constant theme. Mm-hmm. But one thing about that game is Nebraska couldn't stop the run. At all. No, they could <laughs> not stop the run. Evan Hull. He surprised me, man. I didn't I didn't think he would get down like that. Me too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Cam Porter, he played just as well. You know, he had a fumble in the game. But other than that, man, they stuck with him. The dude mm-hmm. continued to produce, and they pulled out the win. Of course, we got to talk about the onside kick, the momentum stealer, oh if you would. I mean, suck the momentum all, all the way out of Nebraska's hot air balloon. And you know what that remind me of real quick? Go ahead. That remind me of a few years back in the playoffs when Riley did that little pooch kick right before halftime in Georgia. 
Please, please, man. Please. I know, bro. I know it hurt. It still hurt. But that's so stupid. Like, you you got all the momentum and you do something stupid. You give it away. I mean, it's just. Anyways, go ahead. Man, now you got me in my feelings. I know, bro. My bad. My bad. Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. Man, some of those throws were not on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of those throws were not on him. Of course, I mean, he had tons of attempts, which is what you want right. in fantasy. You had a guy show up. Um, the guy that I don't think anybody was talking about, this guy, this uh, Garcia Constanega. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constanada. Maybe it's Constanada. I don't know. IGC mm-hmm. showed IGC. up. <laughs> yeah, man, had some, had some big plays. That wonderful catch on the first touch touchdown. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful catch, man. That was beautiful. He timed that ball perfectly. High point at the ball. Yes, Went he over did. the defender. Mossed him, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was wonderful. Anthony Grant, you should be targeting him. By the way, but right. Northwestern man, they they were right there. Ryan Helinski, where'd this dude come from? Oh my gosh, I was gonna I was gonna talk about him. Yeah, nice game, real nice game. Go ahead and talk about him. Real, real nice game. I was surprised, like, cause you normally you don't see a Northwestern quarterback, you know, like efficient like that, man. You know, he was at one point. I think he was. Uh, 20 for 22 or 20 for 23 or something like somewhere in that in that area and i was like man and a lot of them some of them was drops i'm like this dude is almost perfect you know what i mean i'm like man this is this is crazy for a northwestern quarterback to be like this like you know and you put that with the run it's like okay all right <laughs> yeah maybe it was nebraska maybe it's a new thing right. turning over a new leaf right but we definitely saw something out of them. Yeah, so Scott Frost, don't know how long he's going to last. We don't have our can't get right loaded up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely deserved that. <laughs> we don't know how long he's going to last, seriously. <laughs> um, he may last to the middle of the year, depending on what they do in these next few games. Right. Of course, they've got the OU game coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, So... Mm-hmm. I think that's something you need to watch out for because I don't think Nebraska is just the world's worst team just because of that. You know, they just made some mistakes, unfortunately, for them. Right. And Scott Frost with the onside kick, killing the momentum that his team had built and uh, never able to get it back results in an L for him. On to the next game, Owens. Listen, mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, when we're looking at these games – we have high anticipation for certain aspects of the game because of the fantasy relevancy, you know, right. the, the lens, the fantasy lens through which we interpret mm-hmm. everything that's going on. And so in these next couple of games we want to talk about, it's because of that, the, the lens that we're interpreting, what we're seeing. It's it's our, uh, you know, I don't want to use certain terms, so but it's the lens that we view things through to interpret what we're seeing. And it's pretty much a fantasy lens. So there's certain aspects of the game that we focus on and key in on. Hawaii mm-hmm. versus Vanderbilt. We're looking at Braden Shager because of this offense and the potential of it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of everything that surrounds 
um, what's going on there with new head coach Timmy Chang and his history with uh, Hawaii. What would his philosophy be bringing in Ian Shoemaker um, mm-hmm. and with, with his philosophy pass heavy? Uh, and so we're, we're, we're looking intently at the quarterback position for Hawaii. And we're thinking this is Vanderbilt. He should look good right. for Vanderbilt, right? But here's right. the thing. There's so many uh, there's there's so many different narratives that you have to incorporate into your evaluation concerning Hawaii. There's there's different storylines there mm-hmm. because I think they've got like 53 new players mm-hmm. because okay. a lot of players dipped, a lot of players mm-hmm. hit that portal and they shot deuces <laughs> to Hawaii. Right, they've right. got 53 new players. 53 new players. That's a lot. That's a lot of – dude, that's three-quarters of your team. That's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm not making excuses for his play. I am not making excuses for his play because I was shocked that he was so bad. (laughs) I was shocked that he was so bad, man. And then they let – I think it was when Joey Yellen started the second half, he didn't do any better. Right, he didn't do any better. Both of them stunk. Mm-hmm. I think it was, that had more so to do not with fifty three new players. That had more so to do with Vanderbilt was just more physical. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were the more physical team. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out. Uh, they looked sharp. At I mean, you know, Braden Shager and Hawaii. They hit a couple slant passes. They go right down the field and score a touchdown. And then it started to crumble from there. <laughs> Vanderbilt kind of settled in a little bit, mm-hmm. and they realized we are the more physical team. We play in the Southeastern Conference. And they, quote, unquote, stopped playing around with Hawaii mm-hmm. and punched them in the mouth, and it's almost like Hawaii didn't know how to respond. What you think? That's exactly what happened. You know you know that, that, that gut punch? Now you could hit them in the face all day, but, but that gut blow. Mm-hmm. Take the wind out of them, and then take they, the wheel out of you. Yes, the wind and the wheel, and they couldn't recover. And it's like, well, what do we do? They just laid down, man. You know, they just laid down and took it. You know, like, what nothing they can do about it? We're gonna run it down your throat for four hundred and four yards. Ain't nothing y'all can do. I'm sorry, Mike Wright. Look good running the football. You had um. Your boy, Ramon Davis, mm-hmm. Rocco Griffin. Mm-hmm. They didn't even get a lot of carries. They, again, it was an all-around team effort that they just, you know, they just beat Utah down. Not Utah, Hawaii. They beat you. Uh, uh, why do I keep on saying Utah? They uh-huh. beat Hawaii down. Right. Beat them down pretty good. I mean, the passing percentages in this game on the Hawaii side was horrific. Um. Parson was the only standout, the highlight of the game. Of course, he had that the run. I mean, the, the touchdown run, and and that was the highlight of his day. Yep, early, early, and they and everything else was, you know, pretty pretty tough to come by. But you know, the guys that we were looking for to show up in the passing game on on Hawaii side, um, Zion Bowens, one catch for ten yards. The other kid. The uh, what do we call him? TMA, TMA, yeah, nowhere to be found. 
Nowhere to be found. Some guy named Pinoke. Some little kid named Pinoke shows up. Yeah. Seven catches, 101. And this may be that offense that does that. You know, we don't know, of course, because they've got so many different faces. Right. Maybe they need to develop some rapport. And the only way to do that is, you know, real-time experience. Right. So hopefully they can get it together there. But I tell you what, in the leagues where I had Braden Shager, he's on the waiver wire right now. So <laughs> I just don't have time for it. I hear you. Another game. I'm going to take it a little more easy, easier on this particular game. Western Kentucky, Austin P. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were jumping off of this, the uh, um, um, Austin Reed ship. I'm not. I'm not jumping off of that ship yet because, really? no, I'm not. I'm not at all, man. The guy had 280. I know they were expecting him to have 450. <laughs> he had four touchdowns, though. They probably wanted him to have six. <laughs> Bailey Zappi set the bar so high. Yeah. I think we were expecting um, not too much of a deviation from that bar. Because mm-hmm. Bailey Zappi in his first game did this. But here is something we have to realize, Owens. Mm-hmm. By the time Bailey Zappi got to the FBS level, G5, he had mastery over that offense. Mm-hmm. This is Austin Reed's first year in this offense. Mm-hmm. The dude has plenty time to grow. Right. Plenty time to grow. We saw we saw the 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 ceiling of Bailey Zappi. And you know, the first time we see him, mm-hmm. I know he we saw him a little bit in 2020 because they had a couple games against uh G5 teams where he lit it up then too. Mm-hmm. So you had a you, I mean you had a preview, you got a little peek. But as far as a full FBS schedule, we again we see him at the pinnacle. And we're kind of judging Austin Reed off of that. I don't think it's fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not fair. And so I'm not necessarily out on on Austin Reed. I'm not at all. I'm going to hold on to him, you know, for a few weeks. I think I'm checking right now, but I think Fantrax has him listed as a freshman. I want to say that. My computer's running a little slow. I think Fantrax has him listed as a freshman, if I'm not mistaken with that. You know, Fantrax can be a little slow. Love you, Fantrax, though, but, you know, it can be a little slow sometimes. But Owens, what do you think about that game, man? Um yeah, they do, as a matter of fact, they does have him listed as a freshman, by the way. Um interesting game, man. Interesting game. I I, I thought for a moment uh Western Kentucky was going to run away with it, but then you see Austin P come back, make some plays and uh, ended up being a pretty, pretty good game. I was actually shocked that it was that close. But, um, like I said, this is the first game you're going to have your, 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 you know, what you call it, your uh, kinks to work out. Uh, Everything ain't going to be smooth as you expect it to be. Um, So... I think every I think every team is gonna have that in week one. You know, you're gonna do some stuff that you 
you know, you're like, what was that? You know, <laughs> what was that? Where did that come from? You know what I mean? You ain't supposed to do that. You messed up. You missed your assignment. This, I mean, it's just it's week one. You know, you're going to have stuff. You're going to need to go back and work on all that kind of stuff. So I think you can, you know, look at all these teams, man. We want to be like, you know what? You know what? You know, you see the potential. And you got to stick with them. And you got to wait them out, like you said, a week or two. And then, yeah. and then, then make your judgments. Man, that's hard to do in college. It is, though. <laughs> because you always got something moving. You've all I mean was that was that thunder by the way I just heard? Yeah, it's this thunder and lightning over here. Yeah, it's lightning here. I didn't hear no thunder yet. But yeah, in, in college you've you, I mean you always have things moving. Right. Somebody's always right there. Somebody's always coming up. Somebody's always flashing. Right. Because there's 130 plus teams, so the player pool is so huge. Right. So something's always moving. And you, one thing about this, we've been doing this for 17 years. Right. You don't want to miss out. Exactly. You, <laughs> how many times have we passed on a player to wait and regretted it because somebody just went on ahead and took a chance, <laughs> picked them up. Yeah. And then it was all she wrote after that. They continued to shine. Mm. They continued to do what we saw them do while we were, quote, unquote, waiting another week. Someone else took the chance, mm. and they lit it up. And we're sitting there like, I knew it. I knew I should have picked them up. I knew it. Yeah. But we also have the flip side of that, though. Like we have There is a flip side. There we is a flip side. We should have held on to a little bit longer. And right when we let him go, it seemed like the very next week after we turned him loose, he's showing his butt. He's getting he turned down. He turned it on. He turned it on. I mean, just showing out. And he's like, oh, my gosh. One week later. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the pros and cons of college, man. That's just something you have to deal with. Right. It's never going to go away. Ever. I don't think. I don't no. think it's – I mean, because you – you. I mean, it, it's it's unpredictable. It is. Very. So, I don't think – I don't. it's just something you have to learn to live with, and you hope that you have less of those. Yes. Because, because <laughs> you're going to have them. Right. It's going to happen. You just don't want it to happen too frequently exactly. to where you're missing all the time. You know what I mean? You yes. didn't you didn't wait long enough before you dropped the guy and you waited too long to pick the guy up. You want to mm. <laughs> well, you want to yeah. stay away from that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still all in on uh Austin Reed. And here's one reason why. Because of his weapons, man. Yeah, he got some. Man, Malachi Corley. Wonderful mm -hmm. catch, man. Um, Daywood Davis. Yeah. They've got some dudes, man. And Austin Reed made some incredible throws, man. Right. That one catch by Daywood Davis for him to locate the ball, the defender was so lost. <laughs> the deep ball. For him to just locate the ball right there mm -hmm. and pretty much box the guy out, shield the defender, um, that was an awesome play. But it was an awesome throw, too. So he made some wonderful throws in that game. It's not like the boy was just—I mean, he's—he's he's got a water pistol arm, and right. you know what I mean. He was just right. out there. No, the dude's arm is live, and the dude's arm is legit. And he made some wonderful throws. That one touchdown over the middle—I think it was a post. Mm -hmm. I think it was a post to um, Malachi Corley. Yeah, right down the and middle. Get him. 
dropped that bad boy right over the top. Right. Right over the top. That was that was a beautiful pass, man. But yeah, I'm all in on Austin Reed, no doubt. Owens, UConn and Utah State. Yes, sir. You're talking about first game of the season. <laughs> UConn comes out and it's hard to tell because it's the first game of the season. It's hard to tell if Utah State is sleepwalking because you don't have anything to gauge them by. You don't have a measuring stick, right? Because it's the, so you don't you don't know if this is is this UConn just this good? Well, it did look like Utah State was sleepwalking, but I tell you what, UConn UConn run the football. That that was not a fluke. Yeah, they don't run that ball. Call a shock me. Call a shock me, man. Man, the dude, the dude, the dude was just man. You twenty carries for one hundred and ninety yards, bro. Man, he was ripping some. Wasn't he? He was ripping some, dude. I was impressed. Listen, not only that, not only was he ripping some, but the dude was physical. Right. Yes. Yeah. Very. Dude was dude dude was physical. I mean, the quarterback, I think he's out for the year now. If they had a little bit better passing game, mm-hmm. I think they would have posed much more of a threat. I agree. You know what I mean? Than what they did, but but Carter did his thing, man. And they played games with the depth chart mm-hmm. because they said Robert Burns was the starter. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> but then when you look at it, I think he started at fullback, and you didn't see Carter's name even. I don't. I don't think his name. What, what was he? Wasn't he behind Robert Burns? He was behind Burns. Yes, he was. Just a silly. Why? Why? Trying to trick somebody. Look like they weren't. It worked. He had a quarter and a half. He had 190 yards. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It worked for that part. My goodness. Yeah. And so, and he got, and he had the lion's share of the carries. Right. The next person in line was Bruton with five carries. And he wasn't nearly as productive as oh. Carter. Right. But Utah State, um, Woke up, I guess you could say that. Woke up. Uh, Logan Bonner, excellent. I didn't see Calvin Tyler getting 33 carries. At all. He's one of those running um, – He's to me, he is a Pat Garo to me, man. <laughs> Something will not – I don't know what. I see him get 33 carries. Right. 161 yards. And I don't even budge. Why don't I budge? You know what, man? I did. I budged, and the reason why I budged is because what you mentioned earlier, it's a possibility. And if I grab him now and it continues, that's good for me. I got, you know, I jumped on it. But then if I didn't grab, if I didn't make the move and he continues and somebody else got him, I'm, I'm mad like I knew I should have. But at the same time, if he don't, it's okay because I, I can turn him loose and go pick up somebody else. So it's like, hey, I'm not I'm 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 in a win-win situation. Yeah. So but I just I just man, it's almost like I 
there's something in me that won't let me spend a pick on him. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I hear you. I just, I, I, I just, for some reason, I, I have it ingrained into my mind mm-hmm. that next week he's gonna have eight carries. <laughs> hey, listen, you have eight carries next week. He's gonna be on that waiver wire. Promise you that. <laughs> I just didn't want to spend a pick on him, man. I couldn't do it. Brian Cobb's. He, uh, the most targeted wide receiver of them. You got Van Lewin in there, the slot guy, little guy. Justin mm-hmm. McGriff showed up. I was looking for him to show up, the big 6'6 target. Right. Only three catches for 53 yards. But it looked like Brian Cobb was the, the ace, right. the alpha dog of this wide receiver room, which is what everybody was looking for. They didn't right. even let that boy throw a pass. Um, right. <laughs> so, but, but again, Logan Bonner looked good. I, there was so much mystery and mysticism surrounding his uh would he play and uh, was surrounding his availability right. before the game and leading up to the game and you can kind of almost see that a little bit because they didn't it's almost like they didn't want to throw the ball yeah you know what i mean this is why calvin tyler has 33 carries right it's almost like they did not want to throw the ball i don't know if something's wrong with logan bonner i'm not sure but they come out of the gate of course, they, you know, it was, I, I think it, to me, it seemed to be more run focused mm-hmm. than pass focused when they first came out of the gate. You see a pass here and there, but it was almost like it was three to one. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at the numbers, so I'm not sure, but that's what it looked like. And they got down and it's almost like they said, okay, let's, let's, let's do what we know to do. Let's do what we're known for. And they start tossing it around a little bit and they get the lead. They keep the lead. And they just let Calvin Tyler do his thing. But, yeah, but that was it for that game right there. Um, there's plenty of other games that we could talk about, man. Chase Brown looked so good against Wyoming. Um, I didn't I didn't know if he would look this good. Uh-huh. But 19 for 151 and two. And then he had a receiving touchdown also, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah. Three, three catches, 16 yards. And a receiving touchdown. So he shined well there. Right. Um, Juice Williams. This is the guy that, that we're looking at in the passing game. And um they've got to do better. You hear me had seven catches, but they gotta do better with, with getting him in space and, and you know, they gotta be a little more, be a little bit more creative with him. 26 yards receiving on seven catches. See, this is why Owens. We don't. I know people are not going to agree with me right here, but this is why we don't do PPR. Exactly. This right here. I, yes. I refuse to give a guy seven points if all he got out of those seven catches was 26, 26 yards. yards. I refuse to do it. Yes. No, you need every bit of those two points. You need all that too. <laughs> the whole thing. That's ridiculous. Seven balls, and all you can come up with out of them seven balls is 26 yards. Come on, man. You need All you need is two. That's all you get. That's all you get yeah. is two because come that's on, all man. you need. Question about, what do you think about DeVito, man? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This boy threw that ball 37 times, and he couldn't even – Clock two hundred yards. 
He's always been he's always been that dude. I'm yeah. him to start. I'm thinking to myself, why? I don't Arch, understand it. Because because Art Shitkowski from Rutgers is there. That's why I don't even know why they bring him in from the transfer portal. You, I mean, you you have an option. You don't have to say yeah, Brick exactly. Billman. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He act like he has he has to say yeah. You don't have to say yeah to these dudes. No. That's probably dudes in the portal right now. Still, that's probably better than these guys. Way better than yeah. Way better than them. So oh I, I, you know, some coaches are, are there. You know, they're like players. They think if nobody else can do it, they can. Yeah. And, you know, Tommy DeVito's been playing football since two thousand and uh, <laughs> two thousand twelve. <laughs> and he's still <laughs> a mediocre quarterback. Oh Billman, you're not going to change him. He's not going to come to you and you get him under your tutelage and he becomes this stud. It's not going to happen. Stud gonna is happen. not in Tony DeVito. Probably yes, a wonderful sir. kid, though. And phenomenal student. Excellent young man. <laughs> but when it comes to this football, nah, he needs to just hand that ball off. To uh, Chase Brown and McCray, I think McCray may be hurt. Yeah, I think I think Josh McCray may be hurt. But they, I mean, they got Reggie Love there. He's decent, and you just do that. Just pound that rock. <laughs> just pound that rock, man. Florida State looked good. Of course, they're playing Duquesne, Duquesne, but um, Treshawn Ward gets the start, and he looks wonderful doing so. Uh, Toa Feely. Man, they look small. Um, mm. Benson looked good. Right. Um, but it doesn't look like Ward is, at least through one game, it doesn't look like he's ready to give it up. He looked good, didn't he? He did, did man was shifty and breaking tackles. He was physical and spinning. Yeah, hitting that L button and R2 button. I mean, look at you. Boy. Yeah, man, he was getting jiggy with it, wasn't he? Man. Okay. No doubt about it, man. You know who else was getting jiggy with it? Who else was getting jiggy with it? Doug Brumfield. I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah man. he was, wasn't he? Yes, he was, man. Owens, let's talk about who wasn't. Let's talk about some misfires. I'm going to go back <laughs> to the Hawaii game. Braden Shager, man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, Braden Shager. Um, he came out, he looked ready. Again, he hit a couple nice crispy slant routes, a couple balls here and there, but then he kept getting hit. Um, Vanderbilt's D-line was pretty physical, man. They was laying some wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Running back, I think it was Parson, came around that right side, and that, that defender was waiting on him, put his, put his helmet right on that ball. Yep. Took that sucker to the house. But Shager... Um, I hope he gets his act together. But as of right now, man, what a huge misfire. Huge misfire. What you got? Yes, it was. Man, you know what? It's, it was uh, shocking to me, and it, just, and it made me mad. I'm taking that whole North Texas backfield. <laughs> this was horrible. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know you, you released a depth chart, and – I'm asking myself, why did you even release the depth chart? Because it, it it didn't go no type of way according to the depth chart. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. 
it was like, all right, you come out for a carry, you get 16 yards, and you got to go back to the sideline. Other guy going to come back in. You get a carry, do whatever you do, all right? You come out. Another guy come in. You get a carry. You get out. Four dudes, four guys. You come in, and including the quarterback. There <laughs> five people carrying the ball, and they really doing too much with it. You got a die. I mean, he he had, had the most carries, which one of the smallest backs out of the group. Yeah, like a five seven, isn't he? Yeah, and you get seventeen carries. You didn't do all that nothing with the seventeen carries for eighty yards, bro. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, UTEP's got a nice defense, though. I mean, I they did last that. year. They did last year. I understand that, but you are not. I mean, okay, I'm gonna put it like this. This is the first time that the oars were true. <laughs> so he did stick to it. He's no, but it wasn't the order that he that he said it was supposed to be in. But the or the oars were true. Almost the or almost uh, uh, negates the you know the yeah. order. Yeah, because was, he's saying this guy or this guy or yeah. this guy. Uh, okay, <laughs> Basically, yeah. the or means it could be either one of them. Well, he was right. He, he was right. Because this, because the way what happened was, it was an or. That yeah. game was, and it was it was a disappointing or. Unbelievable. Yep, definitely something to watch. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Owens, we're talking about misfires, but there were some guys that got down. There were some guys that are rosterable and deserving of being rostered and even probably started at some point if mm-hmm. they keep up this type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Waiver wire adds, I'm going to go with Doug Brumfield, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he's 1% on, on fan tracks right now. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what that's going to look like because I know different leagues carry different rules. Some leagues, I never get this. Mm-hmm. I've been in leagues where they won waivers one time per week. And after that one day, those dudes go right back on lockdown until the next week. Wow. I don't understand that. Wow. You're talking about like being in prison. <laughs> you just sit there and look at them. You just have to sit there <laughs> and wonder. Oh, my God. You got to sit there and wonder. But Doug Brumfield, man, um, he was in a, court, a quarterback battle, I think, with Friel. That's who he was in the battle with. He ends up winning the, winning the competition. And if this is the kind of play we're going to get out of him for the rest of the season, if he's going to behave like this, I <laughs> see why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I see why because I want this all day long. Man, the dude was sharp, man. The dude was crisp. He was clean. He was going through his reads. He's looking dudes off. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, I see you. He was poised. He was accurate. Again, he was going through all his reads. And I don't know if it was because it was Idaho State or if it's because this is just what they've been doing with this guy. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's the latter because I went and picked this dude up. You have to take a chance on you have to take a chance on you something like that. Especially when he delivered like this, man. 21 for 25, 356 and four. And he didn't even use his legs, but he's just back there in the pocket going through reads and just I mean, just just, just, 
carving uh, uh, the, the Idaho, I want to say Bengals, Idaho State Bengals up, carving them up, man. That lefty looked good, man. That left-hand quarterback looked good. He was throwing some spirals, some darts. Strikes, man. He was throwing some strikes. Now, they got a bye week, and then they come on out with Cal. That's a game where you're probably going to have to temper your expectations. Right. I'm not saying you go out there and look for 30, you know, what do you have, 359, 356, and four? I'm not saying look for that. It may be 200-something and two. Mm-hmm. You know, he may have a pick. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the schedule, I don't think, looking at the schedule, there's not another P5 team on the schedule after Cal. Um, he should be good, man, if he continues this type of play, this level of play. Right. So I'm adding Doug Brumfield, 1% owned. Harrison Bailey is on more than, than Doug Brumfield right now. Harrison Bailey is 12% on. He's the backup, by the way. Go ahead on. Mm. Mm. Nice. Um, you know what? The, the, you talked about this guy a little earlier, man. Uh, Tayshawn Ward, man, Florida State. Mm. Uh, the guy is only 27% owned. And the way he ran the ball, I mean, I know it was it was uh, the quick. What how you say that the the the, the quiz. Oh, Duquesne. Duquesne. <laughs> you know, you mess it up. You I was saying, I was saying Duquez need to be funny. It's Duquesne. Duquesne. <laughs> Check this out. It, it almost didn't matter which one of them got it. They, they did, they did their thing, but but to watch it and see how Ward was running, mm-hmm. had some you know, some wiggle in him, some power in him, you know, hitting the hitting the, hitting the L button, the R two button, he was showing out, and and, and and uh, it was it was good to see a starter, you know fighting to, to, to hold a spot because you know you got Benson right there behind you. Yeah. Benson looked Benson looked good himself, but he did. But um I think with, with Ward being a starter and look as good as he looked, I would go grab him off that waiver wire man with being 27 cent on uh because he looked like he wants to keep his spot. So as long as he looked like that man I don't think he's going nowhere. Yeah man yeah man I'm gonna go with Ricky White Mm-hmm. The comrade of Doug Brumfield. Okay. Eight catches, 182, and two. Mm-hmm. He had some wonderful catches in there, man. Wonderful catches, man. He's a uh, Michigan State transfer. And the thing about it, Owens, I saw that they move him around. So you, okay. it's it's hard for you to get a beat on him mm-hmm. because they move him, move him around. He's not in one spot, which I like that, man. So – I like it. He's he's coming again from Michigan State, 6'1", 195, good size there. Sophomore, uh, the comrade of Doug Brumfield. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Ricky White, who is eight percent owned on fan tracks. Eight percent, guys. So if you don't have wow. this dude and you've got a spot, if you don't have this dude, uh, you've got. Uh, some of these other guys that played this week that didn't do anything like 
Uh, you might want to take a chance. You may want to take a chance. What's what you got? I like it. Um, I'm gonna go with Anthony Grant from Nebraska, running back. I was surprised, man. That I mean, he looked as good as he did against oh, yeah. Northwestern. Um, I know Ramirez Johnson and, and, and Gabe Irvin is hurt or dealing with injuries or whatever. Um, Grant, man, he showed like, dude, it's my spot. Y'all gave me the opportunity. I'm supposed to show out. And he did. I mean, 19 carries for 101 and two touchdowns. I take that all day. I take that all day. Oh, yeah. Um, and by the way, he's only 9% owned. Nine. Nine. Nine percent. Um, one thing you have to watch out with him, though, is uh, he can he can take you through the season. But when you get to that playoff, he got a rough playoff schedule. It's rough. So you have to be aware of that when you're grabbing Grant. But he can take you, he can get you to the playoffs, but you're gonna have to use somebody else <laughs> to get you. <laughs> yeah, put put him on ice come playoff time. Yes, huh? uh <laughs> I heard that. Definitely gotta keep that in mind. So uh we're talking about adding waiver wire ads, and so that'll probably be good for now. Owens, the player you're excited to see next week. I'm gonna go with the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. JRP, John Reese Plum- Plumley. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see him in this Gus Malzahn offense because, again, Malzahn's philosophy and his scheme, mm-hmm. I think, is tailor made for the skill set of John Reese Plumley. I think Malz- Malzahn would rather have an athlete playing quarterback more of more than he would a quarterback playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's exactly what he has, again, which is exactly what he wants. And they're playing, what was that, South Carolina State? Mm-hmm. I think that is. He should have a pretty good fantasy outing by halftime. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think. You're right. Because of because of his potential. He can break one from 80 at any given time. time. Right, right. And again, the way Malzahn runs his offense, mm-hmm. it's suited for the skill set of a John Reese Plumley. Mm-hmm. And I want Malzahn to squeeze all the orange out of that. Let me squeeze all the juice out of that orange. <laughs> squeeze all the juice out of that Owens starting in game one. I'm excited to see Owens John Reese Plumley this week. I like it. Um the, the quarterback that I'm excited to see. Uh Spencer Rattler. And I know a lot of guys are not big on him. Um, but Coach Shane Beamer spoke uh, highly of him, you know, saying that he was impressive. He was impressed with his performance. 
uh, talking about how he improved on getting rid of the ball quick. And I'm a guy. I'm I'm a guy that like to give people second chances. And Spencer Rattler was a highly recruited quarterback, and he, it's like he has a fresh start. I mean, got a spot took last year. I don't know what was what, what he was dealing with, you know, in, in Oklahoma, but got a spot took. But it's like yeah, he has a fresh start now, and I want to see his talent be put on display at South Carolina. Mm. Um, so I want to see if he's actually going to take this opportunity and turn it around because people was projecting him to be number one quarterback coming out with 2022. Like last year. People were, yeah. You know, um, so can he turn it around and get back to that level uh, where people would look at him and say, all right, yeah, this guy's going to be one of the top draft pick, draft quarterbacks come, I don't know, whatever, you know, 23, 24. So I'm excited to see how he, how he, how he bounced back. Mm, yeah, that's good. I'm going to go with Mo Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Mo Ibrahim is coming off a season-ending injury. We know he is that dude, that workhorse back. I'm excited to see him play this week because I want to see – what his usage is going to be. Mm-hmm. I want to see if Fleck has got him on a pitch count or if it's more of the same, well, he'll have 25 carries, 30 carries. Mm-hmm. He may not need that. They're playing New Mexico State. Um, But I want to see how he looks coming off that injury because he's on my squad in our home league. <laughs> right. I have him in another league too, so I'm interested in myself. Yes. I want to see. Um, has he lost anything? Um, mm-hmm. What does he look like as far as his agility mm-hmm. and all of those things coming off that type of injury? Um, plant cut, all that kind of stuff. Of course, it's not a knee injury, but it was a seizing ending injury. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how his body handles that. So I'm I'm excited to see him. I'm rooting for him, right. and I hope I hope he gets 20 carries for 220 yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, man. I'm interested to see Zach Evans, man, after the Ole Miss. Um, a lot of people saying. He's going. He's going to be the workhorse. He's going to be this. He's going. He's going to have a big year. And you know, I heard some ESPN guys talking about, yeah, Evans is going to be this. He's going to light it up. And, you know, and I hear you said that. You know, you heard him say he don't want to carry the ball a lot. He don't want to. Yeah, he don't want to. And so I'm just take Owens. He'll take himself out the game. Tap that helmet in a minute. You know, when I look at last year. The, the the six games he had, the most carries he's had, it was 22 carries. Toe Kyle up, 22 carries, 190 to touchdown. He toe Kyle up. He but, was probably mad about that 22. <laughs> but then with 18, 17, a couple 15s, I'm interested to see. I really want to know, what is, is, is Ole Miss going to run him 20 times or more a game? 
Are they gonna give it to him? Do he want it twenty plus a you know plus times a game? Are they gonna utilize him twenty plus carries a game? So I want to see is he gonna be that workhorse or is he gonna be the guy that's like nah, give me fifteen. That's all I want. I don't, don't want to be you know used that way. So I want to see, man. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with Zach Evans. Quinshawn Jenkins. That's what's going to happen to him. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, no, nah, that don't work. Quentin Johnston, <laughs> uh, QJ, another Q and J, QJ. Quentin Johnston, wide receiver for TCU in Sonny Dykes offense. We know the Sonny Dykes, number one, always flourishes. And he's very, very fruitful in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um. I think if Sonny Dykes knows what's best for him, he's a smart man. He's very intelligent. He's been coaching for a long time. Mm-hmm. He has to know that Chandler Morris is his guy. He has to know that Sonny Dykes, I don't challenge your expertise. I respect your tenure. I know you understand that Chandler Morris is your guy. So, Quentin Johnston, I'm excited to see this dude in an offense that favors him. Mm-hmm. where he'll be the focal point, where there will be some level of consistency there to feed him the ball and incorporate him into the game plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about just throwing the ball up to him a couple times a game because he's tall and he can run fast. I'm talking about actually utilizing this guy. I'm talking about a real route tree. Mm-hmm. So I want to see his production. I, and, and and we get a chance to begin to see that this week. So I'm excited to see Quentin Johnston at the wide receiver position. Nice, nice. Um, the wide receiver I want to I'm excited to see is Dante Demas Jr. Uh, Maryland. The guy was lighting it up before before he had his injury uh, with ACL tear last year and ended his season come back to produce, he, he says, he wanna, you know, he loved being, he loved his teammates, he loved the, the game days, you know, so he, he comes back and I wanna see if he's gonna return to form, he's gonna be that leading receiver for Maryland. Uh, little Tua, man, I like to hit him, is, is, is he gonna be his favorite target like he was um, before he tore this year? So, I'm excited, man. I want to see, man. Like I said, I love second chances, man. You know, guys bounce back, comes back. Ibrahim, you know, Spencer Rattler, Demas. I'm excited to see, man, these guys, man, bounce back and and be productive. So That's what's up, Owens. We've got a lovely slate of games coming up this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got some beauts. Yes. Beautiful games coming up this week. We're going to do week one pick them right now. And the game that you want to see, the, the game that you're excited to see. Owens, what is that game for you? Oregon and Georgia. Mm. Um, I know who I know who I believe is going to win this game. Okay. Uh, I think Georgia's going to win this game. Um. Uh, I want to see 
what running back is going to try that on the field first for Oregon? Mm-hmm. Um, how will they utilize all the all the guy all those guys? Are they going to lean heavy heavily on one running back? Are they going to split carries between three running backs? How are they going to utilize those guys? And it's going to be hard to see. I don't know how good Georgia's defense is going to be this year because they lost a lot. Um, but this is going to be a good test for them. And so how, how Oregon, if you expect to be a, a contender um, at all, <laughs> mm, wow! this will be a measuring stick, you know, to start the year off. To say, all right, you know, because if you're gonna lose, you want to lose early. And how yep. close, how close can you keep the game against Georgia? You know what I mean? And how oh, yeah. well, how well can your players perform in this game? You know, it's kind of kind of a measurement stick, kind of said, all right, so if we can if we can play like this against Georgia, then you know, we should be all right in the comp when it comes to conference play. So mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely gonna lose to Georgia, man. It's this weekend, but I just yeah. want to see. I want to see. <laughs> so definitely. Yeah, man. It, it, it's over, man. But I want to see how they go perform against them, though. No. That's what's up, man. I gotta go with Utah and Florida. Okay. Listen, Utah is a two and a half point favorite. Wow. They're the number seven team in the country. Mm-hmm. Florida is not ranked. I'm taking Florida in this game. You taking Florida? I'm taking Florida in this game. Okay. I think Florida's going to upset Utah. This okay. game is in Gainesville. It is. I man, I think Anthony Richardson is special. Okay. I think Florida will have the athletes on defense. Of course, this is this is two different. These are two programs that are in two different spaces. Mm-hmm. Utah, um, very established coaching staff. Coach is already there and established. They've got pieces there. Mm-hmm. Florida, new coaching staff, mm-hmm. new scheme, new system. Um, Anthony Richardson started a few games last year. Mm-hmm. Some of their rooms look completely different. Who's going to be the starting running back? They lose Damian Pierce to the NFL, who might be a starting back in the NFL come season start. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it Lingard? Is it, is it Johnson? Who's going to step up in the wide receiver room? I just think that Florida being at home, only a two-and-a-half-point dog – not being ranked against the number seven team in the country. Mm. That's saying a lot to me. It is saying a lot. I'm picking Florida, man. I can't wait to watch this game. That's going to be a good game. I'm picking Florida, by the way, man. That's going to be a good game. You heard me say it here. It is 10.44 p.m. August 28th, 2022. Farnsworth said that Florida is going to be Utah. Hey man, you talking bang, bro? Like a bang, man. I know. 
<laughs> they can bang. Yes, the boys is physical. They physical too, man. They can they can bang, man. It's just gonna know. be a good game. I know. And my biggest concern, see, I I think that if it's close, Florida pulls it out. Mm-hmm. I think Utah probably has to blow them out to win. Okay. Okay. And I don't know that Utah is going to blow them out to win, or blow them out. Okay. I don't. I don't think so. I rising, don't. rising is not the type of quarterback that's just going to chuck it all over the field. No, that's not their system. Because it's not their system, again, right? They're 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 thinking be physical, right? You know, Cameron Ry- rising and rising. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he's he's dude is good though, and they've got those tight ends, man. Dalton yeah. Kincaid and right, um, right. the other one, I forgot the other one's name, but dude, they've got some dudes. They've got some, and of course, they got Tavion, of course. But mm-hmm. um, I gotta go with Florida in this one, man. I'm gonna okay. go with Florida in this one. Listen, that's our show. Not a lot to talk about. We're just glad to be on talking about football. We got to look at some football this past week. Live football, not football mm-hmm. from last year on YouTube. <laughs> we got to look at I'm going to do that again. Uh, I was doing that some today, looking at the games from yesterday <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do it some more this week when I get a chance. But oh, yeah. we've got live football Thursday night mm-hmm. is when mm-hmm. we start. So gang yes. of games Thursday night. Right. And I'm going to try to take it all in as much as I possibly can. I'm so excited. I can't wait till it's time for me to set my – I ain't set my lineup in any of my leagues yet. You know how we do. Right, right. Make you wonder. Make you wonder <laughs> till the last minute. <laughs> you pull your hair out a little bit. Who he going to play? Who is he going to play? Who I got to deal with? Oh my god. Who I gotta deal with. <laughs> Who's gonna rip me a new one? Yes. <laughs> there's plenty of there's plenty of them there to rip oh, you a new man. one. Several of them. Rip you several new ones. Right. So, <laughs> that's it for me and Owens. Yes, sir. Until next week. Peace. Peace.